Hello and welcome to episode two of the Advancing Fire podcast. Uh, I'm your Lord and Saviour Strump, uh, joined by the Archduke of Wackery, Mr. Tommy Two Thumbs. He's got two thumbs. Yeah, I like the way you waggled your thumbs to start with on an audio medium. That's that I realised. Was... <laughs> Proving he's still got them. Tommy Proving Two Thumbs got... Tripod, that's what they call me. And I'm also joined by his apprentice in Wackery, Alex Fat bastard, for a dick. <laughs> Do you know what? I, I, not, I ran out of clever no things to say. Through, that is. I know. You're so brave. You're so yeah. brave in two weeks. Well, it's not yeah. even two weeks. Is it two it's weeks? Three weeks. Right, uh, two and a half weeks, basically. Yeah. And he will see yeah. you and he will have had alcohol. Oh, it's not just I, that. You've got I, Jamie. Yeah, your balls are going, He'll Tom. have had alcohol. You're not walking away from that wedding fine. I think it thing is I could have been as nice as pie to you for the last six months and I still have my testicles ripped off by you and Jamie. Yeah. You take genuine <laughs> sexual pleasure in threatening me. Yep. Yeah. So um It's a free vasectomy, that's where you gotta see it. <laughs> it might surprise the listeners though, the reason that I stumbled over that's because I don't actually plan what I'm gonna say before I start opening my mouth and <laughs> I just it just comes out. So yeah. Um that's why Alex got insulted and Tommy no, I'm vaguely insulted, like always. Um, but yeah, so anyway, enough of that. Welcome to episode two. Uh, we're back for some more epic scale nonsense. Um, we're going to have a catch up. We're going to chat uh, mainly greetings from the warp, the event we ran a couple of weeks ago, with the event we ran at greetings from the warp. Uh, then we are going to have a big, long, chunky section on legion imperialis known rules so far uh, i've been a right nerd and i have gone and compiled all the rules i can find from all the articles and all the profiles and we're gonna i'm gonna let the two kings of whack start running riot over the rules because i'm sure they've already thought of plenty of filth to roll out so that sounds good gentlemen we'll roll into our first section Right. Oh, well, if neither of you two are going to talk, then we're back. Stop fucking arguing. That's what I was waiting for. We did get a review, which was, what, three men with clearly unresolved interpersonal issues trying to talk about Games Workshop. So, yeah, uh, I just thought I'd start recording midway through your argument, and you stopped arguing, which is wonderful. But yeah, anyway, because we both saw the recording sign come on. It's amazing that you pay attention when I start clicking things now. Now, now you start <laughs> paying attention to this. Uh Yes, we are back. Uh, quick hobby catch-up. I think the majority is going to be a discussion about our event up at Greens Raw. It's like I'm using the Royal R that me and, me and Tom did so much work for it, and it's become our event now. No, we set up tables. Mm-hmm. We did terrain. We got this nice and early, didn't we, Tom? Right. Yeah, I did bail you out, bringing you two boxes of terrain because you didn't you check your setup properly. And then uh, I claimed all the glory. But anyway, I'm going to go really quickly with my hobby catch-up. I've half-painted a direwolf. That's all I've done. <laughs> I haven't even painted any Necromunda this month for Alex. I was literally looking at my desk thinking, well, I've done. I have printed loads of stuff. I've printed loads of busts and all kinds of fun stuff. I've just finished printing some Legion Imperialis tokens. But uh, yeah, I haven't actually painted anything this month by the Direwolf. But it is looking nice, the Direwolf. It's looking very good. You go next, Tom. Yeah, I was just going to say my hobby uh, with work, travel, and having a newborn has amounted to listening to Armour of Contempt on Audible by Gaunt's Ghost. That is literally it. I have done nothing 
else at all. Oh, and I've read White Dwarf. Am I allowed to say what we've done White Dwarf? Yeah, we're going to cover White Dwarf in a little bit. Um, so I've got a copy of 494. 493, I think it is. No, 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 I've got 494. They sent me in advance. Because <laughs> then you, so you, you, you're bragging about getting an advanced copy of a White Dwarf when you wanted the White Dwarf that's current because that's the one that's got the Legion stuff in it. So you've got a White Dwarf that covers nothing that you want, and it blew my mind because it cost seven pounds <laughs> or six ninety nine or whatever it is. It blew my mind. I was because I was reading some from twenty years ago. Do you remember I put on my Instagram and everything? Found some, and they were like three pounds fifty, and it's yeah. just. That's inflation for you. Mate, Cause I did I cause he lives. I got Charlotte to go out and pick me up my white dwarf. I've not even paid my own copy. <laughs> I, mean. I mean, I I I ended up pre ordering it off the Games Workshop website because I didn't so I've paid delivery on mine as well. Oh. So I think I've paid about eleven oh. quid for mine. Oh. <laughs> the Yorkshireman in me just cries. I know, but I'm busy and important and I couldn't be bothered to like go out, so I just pre-ordered it, and and guess who's the only one who hasn't got their copy yet? Yay! You, you live about what a mile and a half, mile and a half. So for our international listeners, mile and a half, about two point four kilometers from whacking great Tesco's. Yeah, they would definitely have a copy in there. I live because yeah, that's I, where... I live within probably two miles of two massive Tesco's, but they're two miles away from my house. So I thought, I'll be good, I'll pre-order it, it'll arrive on time, and, and arrive. Cool. Actually, when you look at your house, and it's funny, I go on certain websites, in a vicinity of three miles are two dogging spots as well. Well, yeah, that's where we met. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, that's a nice two hour. Ooh, you've got a Great Dane. Woof. There we go. I don't want to know what you've done with a Great Dane. But yeah, so Alex, what have you done? Because I think you, you're going to smash this about the part with how much hobby you've done. I've put all the base colours down on Arriva Titan, and I think you that's sp- about it. Didn't you spend ages making a really, really nice base that you now can't use? Yes, I spent ages making it look perfect to find out I can't replicate the base while doing LI miniatures because they're on these those stupid little slots. You made you made a beautiful plastic card, yeah. like Imperial Civic base, little levels, stairs, balustrades, and then you can't do it because you got a slot of your little miniatures in it. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> After going, I'm not going to do paste and powders this time because I want to do something really posh. Oh, I've done a paste and powder tester for them as well. <laughs> That's the other hobby I've done. It's been a productive month all round, then, hasn't it? Yeah. Oh, I mean, I have done more hobby. I've pre-ordered the new Necromunda Weird. Yeah, I've done that as well. And the Vansar Tactics cards. Yeah. And the Worth book. it. Mm. Yeah. But anyway, the reason we haven't done a lot is because we all spent last weekend hanging around in a school in Northamptonshire. And this time, we weren't being arrested for it. So we all made... I made the trip up to Rougeby and got to meet little baby Wacker. And then, uh, <laughs> mini salt, we call him mini yeah. salt. Yeah, you know what? What, what have you? You're like the foot. You know, like the you know when you go to an Italian restaurant, they got massive pepper grinders. You're like that, but a salt version. 
And we got little mini salt, you know, the little packets you get. Little mini salt and big daddy salt. I should just change my name to Salt Bay. Salt Bay. When I play, just roll the dice down my wrist. (laughs) I build you a little attachment out, like a mini drain pipe that you can, like, glue to your forearm and drop the dice down. You get those dice shakers, don't you? You know, the dice shaker towers. I can just oh, have one of them down my yeah. wrist and just be like, oh, put your dice in me. And then just shake you down. <laughs> I've got I've got a real like thing about dice cups and stuff from playing at Incom with like there's a really good, really healthy blood bowl scene, and they really like their dice cups, you know, shake them and then slam them into the table. And like some nights at Incom, it's just like boom, boom, boom for like two and a half hours. Of blood bowl and it like it feels like you know PTSD from being you know like I'm like a Jack Russell on fireworks night under the sofa and <laughs> terrified where, where your goblins get absolutely creamed. I haven't played blood bowl for years now. I love my blood. I love playing goblins in blood bowl because it was so silly. But what I realised is I don't know how to play blood bowl after playing two seasons because goblins don't do half of the game. Like I don't tackle. I don't really move the ball. I just dodge past everyone and throw a goblin down the pitch. So I don't really know the rules of Blood Bowl. Um, yeah. So that's kind of so, like you weren't playing AT, really, still. Yeah, I don't really know yeah. what I'm doing with that. You just yeah. send Reavers down the down just the table send... and see what blows up. Yeah, it's a valid tactic. It's a valid tactic. Wow. And uh, my tactical now aggregates led me to two solid defeats in a row. Well, technically three, but the defeat of Alex wasn't really a defeat. It was more like he opened me up and he put an iconoclast in me and I, I'm still going to therapy about it. <laughs> you love an iconoclast. Uh, Who doesn't? When you warp God. displacement. As soon as you went warp displacement, how did you react on me? You just like, yeah. I well, didn't uh, warp displace iconoclast. It was the warlord no. that warp displaced. He warp displaced a warlord and killed Ten two inches. hounds. Yeah, killed two hounds in the first chart. In the, fir- the first, first, uh, first movement, first activation of the first movement phase of the first turn. He killed two warhounds because he went, ah, smash one. Ah, I'm playing my tactics. I'm going to do another one. Smash the other. Oh, and the reaver that was stood with him's crippled as well. Oh, cool. That's half my force down already. Oh, now I'm going to activate my iconoclast. <laughs> Tom, I don't mean to be critical of your tactical now because I can't be critical of something that, that doesn't really exist. But <laughs> why in Pete's name did you have any models near a warlord when it's Warper with warp displacement on the table? Because Alex said, let's play on the table with the really close deployment maps, you know. Oh, I haven't got Spearhead, but here's the next best thing. As anyone that attended the event can confirm, I didn't know what each table mission was because I hadn't set them out properly. (laughs) Yeah, oh no, I played this in the first, I had like sandstorms on an ice table. Oh yeah, we we played on the sandstorm table, so in the first turn as well, when he played Dawn Attack, and the sandstorm came up, the stuff that didn't even die couldn't shoot. So I deployed at the back of the table because I do have some tactics and none of that could shoot for a turn. Oh, and then in the second turn, oh, no, nothing can shoot that either because it's still, you know, Dawn Attack. So, you know, while you're complaining about my lack of tactical now, so he played Dawn Attack, Warp Display. You spent eight, so you spent seven I, of I your burnt points. points in the first yes, turn. turn and you killed Dawn Attack. Two you turns. played Dawn Attack with Vulpa. Yeah. He played Dawn Attack oh, with Volvo, oh. yeah. Now, yeah. I, I am not to blame for this. It was Jay. Yes, you Twisted, You no, played no. the. It was Jay at Twisted Titanicus when, it, when he. Um, when I played him and he told me about it, and I was like, oh my God. So you thought you'd save it for Tom? 
Yeah, you know, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I've invited my co-host, friend, allegedly, more like victim of the testicles, up up all the way to Rougeby, Northamptonshire, and I'm going to dawn attack, warp displace a warlord into his models, turn one. Uh, uh, and yes, why were we, that's and what why you're there we, for. And why were we playing, Alex? Because maybe because I did you a favour by dropping out of the event because Tommy couldn't make it back. Yeah. I dropped out to balance the side, so I spent my £37.50 on the ticket for the weekend, only played two games in the event, stepped back, thought, oh, let's have a friendly game. We'll have a nice leisurely game all, all, all you know, while... Well, we and mate, me and my mate are playing, and I'm helping him out, keeping his event running smoothly. No, absolutely reamed me, which absolutely <laughs> took me apart. As my apprentice of whack, I'm very proud. He's absorbed, and what you get now is we're getting the salt from you. This is great for me. I've seen whack on one side. Salt I, I would the like other. your pride to pay Tom fifty percent of his ticket so he can shut up and move on. No, no, no. I'm just going to do the thing I always do to Tommy, and now I can do it to both of you. And just saying, every time you talk about rules, go, I'm only here to win. Don't care about having fun. I just want to win. That's all you two um, want to do. We will be I doing a Christmas special. Uh, it will be a recording of I Just Want to Win by Tom Stallard. <laughs> all the proceeds will go to the Tom Henry Wackery Benevolent Fund. This helps people with dice injuries. To their wrists, able to roll better, so they don't roll ones. It's right, buys microwaves. Right, yes. we, I've got it out of my system now. We've had a bitch about it. Let's talk about the actual event then. Alex, give us an overview of what the event was. So it was a four-game narrative event, two and a half thousand points per narrative. game. Narrative. Narrative Dawn Attack Volper. I'm the event organiser. I can do what I like. <laughs> no, n- the narrative was how far can this iconoclast be inserted into your rectum that was the narrative <laughs> not just how far how fast as well now then now then <laughs> <laughs> show, show uh, it on the six by four where it touched you yeah uh Oh, Sorry, Alex. Continue. Welcome to the nonce cast section. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, taken. It's taken us twelve minutes this time. That's a record. Yeah, we could definitely improve on that in future episodes. <laughs> right, two and a half thousand points. Four games. Narrative. We had a little tweak with the rules as well that said you didn't give away extra fraction points for taking. An additional legio. Yeah, we actually what you did is you 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 fixed the stratagem hand and the stratagem points as well. So yeah. So honestly, I think that worked really really well. I don't think anyone had any issues. Anyone saw any downsides or negatives from playing someone that was fielding multiple legios. I think it all depends on the combo of legios. I think Um, there was I. I know I was listening to the boys from Maximal Fire coming up and they're coming up to the event. They, I was really pleased that Johnny and Alex both went through the same process of going, here's a really filthy combo of stuff I can take. No, 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 it's a narrative and wound it back. So I think most, yeah, everybody had a fairly balanced approach. It was all right. I think there is potential for some oh. very, very broken combos. Oh, yeah, do, but... you've got certain elements of Volpa that can do things, and if you then pick Volpa and Furians, for example, yeah, those two, well, you could make a really for, impressive for force out of that. One of the opponents I faced, Alex, who, uh, last name for legal reasons, can't be said, um, he had a brilliant combination of Furians Extermagus, which, as we all know, hits. Okay. 
But actually what did the work was his allied Ignatum that then got to use the traitor strats mm. and corruptions. So he had the Ignatum rules that in 12 he gets to reroll ones. All of them had chain fists. All of them had the corruption of unbridled hatred. So he just got charged for free. And it's, then he used it, Riser on it. And it was hmm. it was a it was a really good combination. I don't think anything there was too broken. It was and he played it very well and it was a good game. But it was it was a bloody good set of combinations though. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, did did he take that because those were the two Legios he has in his collection? Yes. I think think that's the other yeah. side. So yeah. I think, that's the other say, thing. I, a lot I, of people I, are going to be hampered because they've gone, right, well, here's the trade force. Now I'm painting a loyalist force. Not many people have mm. got two trade forces or two loyalist forces. Unlike me. No, I, had, I had no issue with it. He explained it. Yeah. Everything was clear. And he said, by the way, this is what can happen. Yeah. And it was just my fault. I let it happen to me, really. Yeah. Because I say, one of the, I was, cogitating on you know the pack afterwards and i was like oh maybe we put a thing in and say look you know you should pick two legios from traitor or two legios from loyalist and you know don't cross the street but i i think you'd run into that problem more where a lot of people have gone well there's my traitor force and now here's my loyalist force. Yeah. like you tom you you've got presagius and mortis you know you that you you would hit that problem so i think there's you know, it comes back to I mean, that regu- regulation You could narratively, you know, like, oh, this detachment of Liga, Legio Presagius were with the War Master for this, mm. and they're corrupted. But it would be, I don't think it'd be the most filthy combination, Presagius mm. and Mortis. It still, yeah, it still comes down to the list and the combo. There's too many like, things to memorise, though. Yeah. Because if I mean, you start I, putting corruptions on them, and then with this, they're ruling this, it's like... Yeah. I mean, I was playing the super fluffy Arturus and Astorum, Traitor force, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was balanced inside, so I was running my Astorum and Arturus traitors. But you know that was just balanced. Yeah, a that's surprising the... number of loyalists for the event. If I'm honest, I was normally I you expect to see a few more traitors than anything else. Yeah, but yeah, that I is true. Had, I, think, I want to say it was seven loyalists, three traitors, and well, you had you had me swap over. You had Peak who was running. Tempestus, well. so could, could go either way with Tempestus, though, couldn't he? So Yeah, I think those so he, are the only two swaps. Yeah, so yeah. I was the only one who was really out of whack with yeah. what I was doing. But, yeah, I mean, I, I played... No play, I played... Is it Was it Dan with all the knights? Uh, no. Pete? Dan? Ah, uh, Rob. Rob. Rob, I'm pretty Rob, sure. Rob, sorry, Rob. Hang on. Yeah. Yeah, it was... Yeah, Rob. Rob with his list that he it was an Astorum on Astorum event first game, and I got him it when he threw his list down. I thought, "Hmm, what's that?" Because he was taking a Looper Cow. I think he had five hounds and a Direwolf. Yeah, and then he had two banners of four lancers, a full banner, two full banners of armagers, but he had. Yeah, two full yeah, the ones with, nine armages. He had the ones with the Volkites, the Morax, and I can't remember what the other ones had, but they were the, the stout. I think they were just they were the war glaives. The thermal lance ones or No, I can't remember, but he yeah, because I blew them up first and I didn't get a single shoot. But you sort of look at that list and think, oh, it's a load of Diddy Knights and Warhounds, and I'm running Warlord, four Reavers, two Warhounds, two Atropos. You know, I'm like, nah, it should be all right. Bloody hell, that list had some teeth in it. Because those armagers come scampering over to you, and you're like, right, got to deal with them. And then the lancers come running at you, and you think, got to deal with them. 
the Lancers generally, anything under six, strength six, they're getting a two-up save yeah. with their shields, four of them. Like, you need to get above strength nine, strength ten to start taking their shield saves away. Then you've got Armagers swamping your feet. And if you've dealt with that, like, I blasted, I had a, a crate cannon on my Warlord, and I blasted into the Armagers on a first fire. Not the best tactical aspect. I just want to put a dent in them and shake Maybe, them. Maybe, yeah, shake them with the quake. Shake yeah. them. Like, I mean, what what really screwed me was I left two night. I think I left three of those armages alive. Then in the combat phase, I think I shot three, two reavers and a warhound at like, no, two warhounds and a reaver at those armages, and the one survived. <laughs> Just one wouldn't die. Kept like oh. missing. It. So it's painful. But yeah, so I spent like probably the first two turns dealing with knights. I still haven't really dealt with him by the time I was talking. And he's got five hounds then sat there and as a well. Direwolf. Yeah, and give him props. He ran a double conversion beam, <laughs> double conversion beam of a warhound, which is arguably the worst setup in the game. And he has got so much problems because they're draining. Both conversion beams yeah, are so draining. Just... It's pretty much one or two heat every time you shoot those pairs. You could do four heat in one round of shooting well, with that. He, if he also chose to war march, it could be even worse. Yeah, if you war marches with us, Dora, and he's rolling three, two reactor dice on it and picking the worst. Well, I mean, you're, you're guaranteeing yourself. Four heat, pretty much. Then, if you're how did the direwolf do? Did he take the neutron laser to shoot no, you down? No, no. To be fair, he took the turbo. He took the volcano uh, cannon. Okay. Because um, he said, and to be fair, he was like, you know, it's a bit meh with the, the neutron. It's like it does one thing, and it's a bit, you know, he was. He said he didn't. He didn't enjoy the sort of way it shuts down and just shuts the opponent off. Like, oh, you're doing this thing with your titan. I'm just going to stop you doing it. Which is not as fair, you know. It's it is a strong method, and it was like oh, I run the turbo laser, uh, the volcano. And to be fair, when things started losing shields, to have that little volcano cannon just like in the middle of the board, dancing around on a warhound chassis, popping shots off at things. But again, it's a draining weapon on a warhound chassis. It, it's yeah. it's quite hard to to manage it. But yeah, it was cool. It was nice to see something different as well uh, on it as well. But uh, yeah, and then second game. Ah, oh, did I play second game? With three Legios. Rich with three Legios. Yeah, three, because yeah. he was, as yeah, we talked about earlier, he had some painted up of this, some yeah. painted up of that. And I yeah. think only one Titan from one of the Legios. Yeah, yeah was Tritonis yeah. was his third yeah. Legio. Tr- yeah, he had Tritonis, Osidax, and um, Graphonicus. Graphonicus. And that was fun. That was a good game. I had to run down the board at him. He got two Warlords, a couple of big shooty warlord, a mid, uh, all the Gatling warlords, a couple of reavers, and a couple of hands. So, kind of played into his hands, like to run down at his into his deployment zone to batter some objectives. And yeah, I ended up most of my force taking on his all the Gatling warlord. And yeah, again, like rolled a couple of weapons locations, oh. key shots, and things, and sort of bogged down trying to kill it. And then, yeah, sort of jeweled. His two warhounds and his reaver with my Astorum Ferox, and so I had a bit of a battle. It was good fun. It was a long dukey mission. I was not gonna. I think one of the things you you wrote custom missions for each table, didn't you, Alex? And yeah, so eight custom missions, which each. which really good. I thought, yeah, the, yeah, there wasn't too many book admin fluff to get in the way, but there's a good theme. And they were, you know, progressive scoring. They're objective based. Yeah. So that, yeah, I that the only, I think really the only fun. thing I found for the, playing that mission is the person defending at the. You're playing long ways down the table. They, the person defending had to. Well, they had to put three objectives on three buildings. 
So you just pick the three buildings right at the back yeah. of that that map. So your opponent's got to run the whole way down a six by four to get there. It was it was it was a big ask to do it, but that the mission was fun. The sandstorm keyword on it, or the sandstorm. Yeah, it needed effect. something just to, yeah Instead give 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 someone got. a bit. Of, but but then if I played Dawn Attack, if I had the right strategy yeah. in my hand. I could have done that, so I don't think it was too. I don't think it was too wonky. And it was an uphill challenge of a mission, so you know, let's go for it. And it kind of made sense. I I've got a force. I got a Ferox and a Corsair, so I had a fast moving force. Of course, I'd be barreling down at him with his warlords defending the gates. So yeah, that was my experience of greeting. I got I had a lovely Saturday. I spent Sunday getting destroyed, and then yeah, I went home to lick my wounds. You got ligma. Lick my balls. Anyway, moving on. My day. Cool. Uh, We're uh, we've hit the junior school jokes. Uh, we, I don't think we ever graduated from <laughs> no. nursery. Uh, my first game was against Alex with the Furians and Ignatum. First time ever, my procedures lost and I got tabled. Although we did, <laughs> Alex's little face right. on the video just popped this up. bullshit needs to finish. <laughs> so, Alex, I asshole your presage. It's in April. We, I did it with a mandar. Unfortunately, unfortunately, you keep glossing over this. You no one was there to man. record this. No one said um, there's no. Record I was there. It. I've got the records. I've got the spreadsheet somewhere with it for recording the event. Again. Dig it out, post it, publish it, make it known. Alex, you know, there's people to talk to about this. You know, sometimes people think things happened when they didn't actually. Okay, it's called hallucinations. And you're However, having them really badly. Yeah. However, I played Alex, and what what did me was actually my Reaver charging his Reaver, and his Reaver with a chain fist. So um, not, I, our, not our Alex, a different no, Alex. No, another, another Alex from... Daventry, I think he was. So just just down the road. Um with the Furians and the Ignatum. His one of his Ignatum Reavers I charged and he wildfired back at me with a chain fist, which after consultation you're meant to do. But look, we both played it. I'd never come across that before in all my things of AT, because I'd clawed him out with a chain fist and he'd wildfired back with a chain fist and got very good rolls. So it was an interesting one, but um Interesting to know the readers. Would you have allowed someone to wildfire a chain fist at you? My fault. And that's pretty much when that went super over and took out a warhound. So it was going well from turn one, really. Uh, so that one I got clawed out. The second game, though, was my game of the day. Game of the event against Johnny from Maxwell Fire. Uh, he had a very tough list. Uh, he ran one of his stratum Stygian Mist. Stygian you know, Vale. Stygian Vale, where you can put it yeah, down yeah. and you essentially make three concealment barrages, but six inches in diameter, not five. And he had the Warlord trait where you got to use it again. So it costs three stratagem points to use it first turn. And then he can use it again for two stratagem points. So it's like quite a lot of his points used. But when he had allied Vulper Reavers, all with chain fists. Yeah, yeah. Stygian, Stygian Vale's a very good stratagem. Anyway. Uh, I was... I was very much up against it, and to top it off, I think one of his warhounds killed my melee reaver, who shot a vortex at it, killed it, and then it blew up into the back of my warlord, and then took out my warlord. So in one turn, a warhound took out a reaver, and then my warlord princeps died. I managed to somehow, though, through quoting the other guy's movie with Will Ferrell, and 
Matt Warbird saying aim for the bushes and everything else and telling him repeatedly to go suck his mum. Yeah, you spent most of the day yelling, suck your mum. This was because I was so up against it and then my dice went hot and his didn't. And as Johnny was like, what's going on? You know in AT that only AT can, I swear, swung. The pendulum just swung. And suddenly I was rolling really hot, killing his things really well. He was failing saves. I was rolling high on damage. Like, I'd aim for weapon, Presagious, re-roll it, long range. I'd get head. So then I ended up giving him head. And what happened was, realistically, I managed to claw out a cheeky win 21-20, which was an amazing game. We had almost, I think, what well, he had two Titans. I had two Titans left from 5K on the board. It was an absolute <laughs> cluster, and I loved it. It was. He took the insults well. He tried to give some back, but ultimately, advancing fire prevailed. <laughs> oh yeah, of course it was the battle of the podcast, wasn't it? And oh, yeah. and my salty wackery did not let me down. Although when he put the Stygian veil down the first time, I went ah, because he put it right in front of my two warlords. But put my first one with laser blast, the carabase, and double sun fury, and I was like, oh, right, that's one turn of that not doing anything. Next turn, right there again, I was like. Oh no! And then just a Vulpa, double Vulpa, chain fist, Reaver just charging towards it. I was like, Ugh. "So what I, I did thought- was I, th- I thought it was quite clever. So on turn three, when he's getting ready to charge, I put a concealment barrage on top of my warlord, so then he couldn't charge it because you can't you can't have line of sight, so you can't charge in. Well, you can charge in, but you can't make the can't, combat. Yes, yeah, so you, you can't need line of sight to charge, but you can't hit yeah. anything when you're there. But then with my Reaver exploding into the concealment barrage, I did it anyway. <laughs> it was just, I thought I was being a tactical genius and then I just got screwed by my own model. Yeah, so brilliant games. Just a shame I couldn't make day two because I um, had to go pay for Alex's medication for his hallucinations, really. <laughs> <laughs> More like the yeah. whip got cracked and you went back into line. Many, many months ago when me and I was discussing with Alex about when you you were building stuff for me, I was going to do a Tritonus list. And I was going to wait and drop Stygian Vale on Tom and see how he not not warn him about it and just see how he felt because I knew it would bring the salt out. Well, that's the only time I've done played Stygian Vale, and actually, it didn't bring the salt out too much because, oh yes, I couldn't shoot out, but then he also couldn't shoot in. Yeah, yeah. so you say it's it's a Tritonus specific one, isn't it? It's, it's yeah. their Legio, and they they were Black Shields, weren't they? The only Black Shields Legio, but they've kind of been rolled into Traitor now. They're in the Traitor book, haven't they? Really. Yeah, yeah, as I, I say, say the when you couple with that with Volpa, yeah, that's yeah, where oh, yeah, yeah. Don't get me wrong; it's not broken, it's not oppressive. You're not; it's not game ending, but no. But you know, Alex would play a bit more uphill. Alex would play Stygian Vale and and Dawn Attack just just to really make it fun. Oh yeah, damn straight. Yeah. <laughs> this narrative. So, how do you think the event went, Alex? Was it happy with it? Do you think it went the yeah, way you wanted I've... it to? There's there's bits I'll change. I know that. So if we do run another AT event, I'd happily put another four game two and a half k on. I change some bits, so I would try and say your allies, if you're going to bring, must be from the same book, unless you've got one of those legios that can flick back and forth like mm. Tempestus. They're one of the big ones where they were loyalists, they were traitors, they were because they were split across the galaxy or whatever the fluff is. Mm. I would do that. I'd change some of the missions. So on one of the missions, uh, you'd got a gravity issue. Mm-hmm. So you'd roll a dice in the end phase, I think, depending on what you rolled, your Titan could move 2d6 scale. 
or something like that. What, 2D6 plus scale? Uh, I can't remember if it's 2D6 plus scale or 2D... Uh, where is it? Where is you you can make really it move. I think yeah, I really liked it. I'd like it to go might, more... It was 2d10 minus scale and a random direction. <laughs> if you rolled badly, your warlord could literally just sit there and go, whoop, and disappear off 10 inches somewhere. Yeah. And everyone loved it. I had a fair bit of feedback on it, mainly because some people didn't see the warlords getting affected mm. because rolling 2d6 minus their scale, they were moving maybe an inch or two. yeah. For somebody who but, got their warlord bounced off totally, didn't they? Yeah, I can't. Um, I want to say it was Ed, I think. I, I think Ed, Ed suffered with a big bounce. Had a big bounce on a warlord that just yeah. went and yeeted right off eight inches, yeah. I think. But it, but because it, it affected everybody, it's yeah. kind of fair. You, you're all at risk, aren't you? It's not a. And there was only I a think, one in three chance of it happening anyway. Yeah. I, I think, think, I think the, the, yeah, it's unpredictable, a bit of fun, isn't it? Makes it a bit different. I think, I think the thing I learned from narrative events and stuff is to anything like that, anything that's going to affect the game should affect, as long as it affects both sides equally. Because I think when you find like, ah, oh, loyalists get this and traitors don't, it can get a bit wacky then. But Yeah, I, I gave some things in, there's one yeah. mission where I said, one side gets artillery, the other yeah. side gets airstrike. It's exactly the same thing. It's a template attack. Mm. Um, also, here it was. So one would get D3 strength 8 hits. Yeah, that's what we used on D3 plus when I played Johnny. seven. And then they yeah, scattered D6 the or something, scattered didn't they? D6 in a random yeah, we direction. just put them... <laughs> we ended up putting all three, if you were to say real D3 plus one, all four templates on whichever Titan didn't have shields. <laughs> yeah. But that's, and that's and then you just, you'd just roll each one and then you'd try and just do it for some damage. But but it's, it's still random at the end of the day because one of you is getting strength eight, one of you is getting strength seven, but it's it's not amazing strength. No, but it, and it, but that's what I mean. But it, but it, but it's equal on both sides. I think that's yeah. the the thing, isn't it? That it that it affects both sides equally, which is why I like the you had the like the battle zone effect, isn't it? That mm. this is this is the circumstance in which you're playing in that's going to affect you both. Now, you know, you might roll up with a list that that hits worse or hits the sand, less. The sandstorm but... could really knack you, though. You say that affects both equally, but the way you'd written the sandstorm, Alex, was. You double your scales, your distance. Yeah, but then you think if you take Rob, if he'd feet, if Rob had played on this, I can't remember whether he played on the sandstorm. Mm. Rob would have possibly struggled. Yeah, that sandstorm it... again. There's a fifty percent chance of that sandstorm yeah. not being in play at all. So yeah, there's a fifty percent so chance take... that effect isn't even going to be in play. So you can see normally. Yeah, mm. I mean, you can't you can't always predict for what people are going to bring to write yeah. battles and effects that are balanced. But as you said, as long as it's fairly equal, you know it, it's going it, to the chance of it affecting is equal. I think people are fairly happy with, aren't they? So cool. No, all in all, it was a an okay event. I just think Alex, when you take pictures of people, get your hands out your pockets. Bloody hell. <laughs> On some of the photos there with the certificate winners, you're like there with your hands in your pockets. I was like, oh. I'll take the feedback from you when you can attend the full event. <laughs> Ooh. 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 Right. I'm going <laughs> to do the grown-up thing, and I'm going to announce that we're going to be involved in the Greetings from the Warp Horus Heresy Weekender. Uh, which will be 12th, 13th, 14th, which is a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, but I think the Friday is just kind of a leisurely open gaming thing, isn't it? The last three that Andy and the Greetings lot have run, 
the Friday's been social gaming. So tables have yeah, been yeah. set up. You can rock up, play what you want yeah. with your opponent. Um, but most people normally just use it for a social chill, catch up, chat. Yeah. So it's it's it's, it's a two day event, effectively. Where the event? What, what right? dates did you say? Twelfth, thirteenth, fourteenth of April. 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 Yeah. Nice. So we will be involved in that running. I think the plan is Legion at the moment, isn't it? Yeah. The aim we'll is see. to run it as Legion's Imperialis. Yeah. Obviously, this depends when GW drop it. If yeah. GW even drop it. If if it's not if Legion's isn't dropped by early March next year, we'll run it as an AT event. I mean, if it's not dropped by early March next year, I think people, the shit will hit the fan big, big time. I mean, if it's, yeah, I think Alex, I don't think that if, I don't think there's any danger of it being... I think when I, I, today I went through and reviewed all the community articles to gather up our stuff, and you can see that the articles of the last few weeks, where it's just, here's some models, here's some models. It's clearly like, yeah, we've run out of the stuff that we can tease you yeah. with now rules-wise. We're just going to pump. So, I, you know, if we're still here in... Yeah, I'd like to think it should be here by the end of November. I'm, Yeah, I'm still thinking. I reckon we'll see the pre-order in November. I think last month I said we'll see the pre-order in October. And probably next month I'll say we'll see the pre-order in December. But, um, well, yes. As I've said from all along, I think it'll be Black Friday, November, Friday the 10th. But they don't put... I can, I, there's no way I'm going to get away with pre-ordering it on the 10th. No. No, that's your wedding, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, uh, no, yeah. no, no. Me and, me and Tom crazy. can. You, you'll be, you'll be there. You know, walking, you know, waiting at the Alpha Shark to walk down on your phone. I'll, I'll just wait. I'll just wave my confirmation order at you. Is just on the <laughs> altar. I'll, I'll be, I'll be standing there, being like, "Hang on a minute, love. Don't start your walk yet. Wait. I need to place an order." Wait, wait. <laughs> hear the organ go, and you're like, "Whoop, whoop, refresh, whoa, whoa. refresh." <laughs> but Alex, why don't you just get someone's like Solar Ox? Because there'll be loads of Solar Ox going, then you won't have to order any. They're nice models. I just don't like them. They do nothing for me as an army. That's oh, that's it because that's the thing putting me off that box set. Ah, I don't want cheap any one. of the solar. Why don't you do solar? Because you can pick them up on the cheap. <laughs> right. I just don't like right. with most humans. Stop bitching. Stop bitching. We're going to have a break and then we're going to come back and we're going to talk. Um, we're going to talk Legion's rules and what we know. So this bitching can continue. When we're getting there, and for the record, you're both cheap as fuck because Alex is Alex smells very bad. (laughs) That's very close on the timing there uh, for the last word said. (laughs) But anyway, (laughs) for 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 you listeners, it's been a matter of seconds of. a little bit of music there, but we've been for us. It's actually been four days. <laughs> it's been a four-day interval in recording, and uh, in that time, my eleven-pound white dwarf has arrived. I finished painting a titan, and it looks like two out of the three of us have got poorly babies. So it's been a good four days. <laughs> oh, well, magnificent. How is your eleven-pound white dwarf? Did you read the report and like it? I spent. 10 minutes reading my 11 pound white dwarf mm. went cool yeah. that was fun i've read that it's got lo- literally no content in it most of it's yeah. n- fun narrative and some ve- but all the interesting bits about what unit went where it's in them little tiny weeny boxes in the side i found it really th- hard to follow what went on and did what where i kept having to look back it was it's clearly like, written fire raptors died and you're like what from where yeah you know, i think if, it's- if they'd given dice rolls to it so you yeah. could see what it's clearly rolling. written for it's written for a game that isn't 
released yet. If the yeah, game had been out, that probably would have been different. But anyway, who? Even other battle reports in White Dwarfs, I think that one wasn't so well written. But I think no. it's been very cagey, as you've said, Alex. I, yeah, they're dodging, they're dodging around trying not to give too much away. But yeah. it's cool to see the models. There was they're some interesting... And trying to build hype. Yeah. It was interesting yeah. to see things like points, the amount of formations, the you know, the... You know the the list structuring, and you know we've had a couple of debates about pricing of Titans. That, that melee like... Reaver Titan. I mean, I don't. I don't... Mm. But it looks like yeah. the Titan prices are the Titan prices, aren't they? And you're not paying yeah. for weapons and blah, blah, blah. So, I think you can extrapolate some interesting stuff for that. For that. So while we're before we dig into that discussion too far, should we start having a little discussion about the rules? Because I was very sad the other day. I sat there. I went through all the white. Warcom articles that have been released, and I have pulled together every bit of rule that I can find and every bit of special rule and stuff. And we're going to spend probably a chunk of this episode and probably have to come back for another episode to go through what we know so far. Uh, so, yeah, going to start with army creation. So, this was the first article out, wasn't it? The first article after announcement, wasn't it? It was um, one yeah, back in August. Yeah. yeah, yeah, how to put the armies together. We had like a couple of like, here's the models, here's some questions, you know, some sort of fla- flavour articles, but this was the first one. So I think the big key points from that was they looks like 3,000 points is going to be the standard size or what they think it is. The community on prop- the four, five by four tables, a brand yeah. new table mats for everyone. Interesting. No GW. Interesting uh, choice. Six before and chop it down. Oh, everybody will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But GW are going to sell 5 by 4s aren't they? But it's interesting because... Yeah. I, I don't think they'll sell them, if I'm honest, because they don't sell any current mats at the moment. No. All they do is those fold-out card things. I reckon you'll yeah. get a fold-out piece of card. Well, well they're doing tiles, aren't they? Yeah. They're doing yeah. tiles. That's what they're they doing. They did that with Necromunda, that you've got yeah. fold-out paper, the tiles, or the cardboard stuff. Mm. It's interesting. You might see something fold-out paper-wise in the new box. I mean, I'm wondering if they've they've gone five by four because I'm sure they said somewhere that boxes will have their their like data card in them, like you'll have a, a card, the unit card in there. And I'm think, are they thinking you'll have your unit cards down the side of the table and play across like that? But five Almost by four, like AT with terminals. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, well, I, I'd have been happy. Li terminal app will be the hero. I was I was looking more for a. I would have been. Personally, happier with a four by four. I like four by four games now. I like having the chunks on the side. It's a more manageable size. But I mean, I guess you could probably play it's it. Three K though. You, you think how how many toys you're going to get on this table? It's going to be really compact. Yeah, those battle lines did look quite very much. I wonder if there'll be was, like in much spacing. Titanicus, where it, you know Titanicus space says anything under two K, play on a four by four. And then 2K up, it says play on a 6x4. I wonder if they'll have like 1,500 points play on a 4x4, you know, a scaled, maybe a scaled size for it. But yeah, I mean, well, I'll, I'll, I'll live with it. In um, yeah. ninth when it first dropped. When oh, I that had that. loads of different random, that had completely random well, size on it. It did have random size, but they had the logic of if you're playing X amount of points, this mm. is the suggested board size. And then yeah. they didn't actually grade it. I think it was from 1,000 points up. Yeah, yeah. Got three board sizes almost. Yeah, yeah, they did. They did. So, well, one day we'll see. But they then said the armies. You pick your primary army list, which at the moment is Solar or your Legion Astartes, and that must make up seventy percent of your army list. So, two thousand one hundred points 
for 3k list and then 30% can be used for an ally contingent. Now, in the article, they said knights and titans, which makes sense. So I'm guessing, it's so, you know, and solar as well, because that's the way the box broke. Interestingly, from the White Dwarf, the Death Guard player had Emperor's Children as, yes. an, as a detachment. And, and he had a titan and solar. Yeah. Yeah, so you obviously can do multiple. You can do multiple, and you can have your primary army list allied to another version of your primaries. Because the Empress Children got their Legion rule from it, didn't they? Yeah, so, which is so obviously initiative on one turn. Yeah, yeah. So it wants to stop people then maxing and saying, right, well, I'm going to run a traitor force. I want Sons of Horus. I want Empress Children. I want Death Guard. Each because one of them. You've got to have seven. Because you've got to have seventy percent of. You've got to have seventy percent of the army being one. So you'd have to have seventy percent sons of say. Seventy percent of twenty one hundred points in a three K yeah. must be uh, uh, you know, a legion. Yeah, but he didn't have. You're going to need about fifteen hundred. Four hundred points. Sorry, you only had four hundred points of the Empress Children. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. He got two, more than fifteen hundred points of the Death Guard, which is seventy percent. No, no. Two thousand one hundred has yes. to be your primary army list. That's seventy percent of three thousand. Then you've oh, got that. then no, you've got nine you've got nine hundred points to spend it. So did his Emperor's children and his So the Reaver was four, four the Reaver was four hundred and fifteen. Yeah. The Emperor's children was three nine seven. You had those two together. Yeah, yeah. you're less than nine hundred. Yeah. But he's got and solar. then the solar orcs. He's over Yeah, he's over eleven hundred points so, so does that mean his Emperor's children and his Death Guard counted as his primary the Legion army. Astartes, yes, they're yeah, the Legion of Astartes, yeah. primary. So, so, so you I could you could have seventy percent of seventy percent. So you could have your primary army. No, 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 no. It doesn't say that. Just the seventy percent of the army. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah then you, there's nothing stopping you from bringing four. You would have to. I'm, I'm assuming you would have to have a dete- your one formation has to be from the same yeah army. So you'd have to have a formation of so a formation of sons, a formation of. Emperor's Children, a formation of Death Guard. But then work that way. looking at the Demi Company, one mm-hmm. HQ, yes. one support, two core. It ain't, it ain't that much, is it? It's no, I reckon no, you can see people running five legions. But then given that they've got the Emperor's Children and special rule of take the initiative, yeah. the Death yeah. Guard special rule, all of a sudden you could be facing down five formations, five different yeah. legions. You've got five different yeah. legion traits. I mean, I don't know about five different time. legions, Alex. I think because you're still going to have a core legion demi company with your compulsory yeah. detachments. Then but, your then legion you legion but you can, you, can, you can still have five legions in your you full have, three thousand points. Yeah, yeah. I suppose you can have five demi companies. Yeah, I mean and, the tactical viability of it. I'd be interested to see if there are rules in yeah. that whether whether there is a downside. Like you know, if you run multiple legios in Titanicus, you give up extra stratagem points. So you can oh, do yeah. it, but there's, there's nothing in the article about stratagems though. But we don't. Well, no, I'm not saying it would yeah. be stratagems, but there might be a mechanic that yeah. balances that. Because otherwise, that does seem a little bit right for. I've got the three best legions. Yeah, yeah exactly how Tom will play. They'll all be grey and they'll just be, oh, this one's, this one's Empress Children. This one's the other best legion. This one's the other best legion. I've got all the rules. They'll just so, be grey. And then he'll play them wrong. Yeah. Then he'll play the rules wrong because he hasn't read them properly. No, okay. He's just so... decided that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's not mock people with dyslexia. We're not going to the. You've not got dyslexia. I have, and I I got a free computer right. to prove okay. it. Okay, you can't <laughs> just because I identify I got... as someone with dyslexia doesn't mean you can take <laughs> that away from me. 
I can because I'm part of that minority. I'm allowed to do what I like. Uh. <laughs> anyway, so you've got to have at least one formation per 1,500 points. So you're going to have to have at least two formations in a 3K army. Makes sense, doesn't it? That's fair enough, isn't it? You know? Um, that's, that's top analysis. I, you know, makes sense. I, Fair I, enough, isn't it? <laughs> most armies you'll see in a three K will be three formations or four. Yeah, yeah. I think I think a maxed out formation is going to struggle to get fifteen hundred points. Like I don't know. When you look at what you can take in that demi company, you've got a bastion, an additional yeah. core, two additional supports, and a vanguard. Plus, yeah. then light armor or air support, and then plus artillery, battle tank, or heavy armor. Mm. You, which means I, if you want your Kratos and your Preds. I don't yeah. think you can run them in the same demi company. You'd have well, to no, run one one's... demi company for Preds, one demi company for Kratos. Yeah, because if your Preds come in as battle tanks and your Kratos are heavy armor, so you what can't would have be them both what... in the same demi company? What would but... be light? What would be light armor for Sabers? I'd bet Sabers. Yeah, that'd be a good shout. Uh, yeah, light armor. Know, I reckon Preds are light armor. Sakaran Sikar- might come under. Sakaran's battle tanks. Sakaran oh, yeah. is a Sikar- yeah. battle tank. So. Unless, I wonder if Pred, Pred, unless Preds come under come light, light armour and Sikarans come under battle tank. We've got well, the, the article. What do they come under in the article? No, look at the actual... Say, but then look at the, no, no. If you look at the article, the Blood Angels player uses almost half of his 3,000 on the armoured company. Yeah, but he's got an armoured company so he can yeah. make the match. But that's tanks. not a demi company. Yeah. The de- so, none of them have got a demi company, I believe. No. Yeah. Which is so, quite... Oh, no, there is. The Empress Children's a demi-company. Yeah, he's got one small demi-company, but there's, we haven't seen all the four sogs this Ooh, point. Hello. For the drop pod assault. Contempt as a support. Which means in your basic demi-company, you have a HQ, contemptors, and core. Because they've always yeah. next to them. So HQ, two, 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 um, two yeah, tacticals. Like Preds are considered a battle tank, because you yeah. can see on the, the icon next to them on... Yeah. Anyway, we're we're hopping ahead a bit there. So, what we're talking about detachments, because obviously, your formation is a group of detachments, and your detachments yes. are basically your units, aren't they? What we would call a unit, isn't it? So, the ones we've seen so far in terms of detachments, we've got HQ supports, cores, bastions, transports, vanguard, light armor, air support, artillery, battle tank, and heavy armor. Right. One thing that I like from that is that the essentially the tanks are split into three. Groups here, you've got light armor, but main battle tanks and heavy armor. I like that. You're going to trade speed for firepower, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. So you get firepower and survivability usually. We haven't seen we haven't seen a Lords of War, so I'm assuming things like bane blades are going to go in. Uh, bane blades and um, fell blades are going to go into well, heavy in the armor. article where uh, unless they can only be taken in an armored detachment, for example. But so you know, you there's transports, um, Sikaran and mm. Uh, Preds. So uh, Spartans and Proteuses and everything going to go in transport detachment. Maybe because yeah. that would be cool. Or do they go in like? A rhino's going to be, but a rhino's your transports as well. So would your yes. in your demi company would your transport choices be? Do you stick your cores in rhinos, Spartans, yes. or Proteuses? Because they're well, all transport is, options. This is what's weird is with the demi company. Mm-hmm. Looking at the, what's been teased, it says. Any legion is a Stati's detachment with a formation that contains only infantry models may be upgraded with rhinos as dedicated transports. Yeah. Because but, they've got four rhinos. Yeah, for the Emperor's children. For the Emperor's children, and that's just... And for four rhinos of, for the Death Guard. But that's for one of the detachments. 
So are they bought them as individual tracks? So yeah, or do you do you buy the by the by the rhinos as a dedicated transport? Yeah, because the, the the tactical detachment for the Emperor's children only shows you've got the bottom one with sixty two points, which is just infantry. But the oh, yeah, same so amount of the, the same detachment. amount of the same it's amount of stands above itself. it is is the same amount of infantry but with four rhinos. So I think you'll buy those dedicated transports as part of that. I think infantry you'll form and there's terminators in the bottom detachment for the Emperor's Children. There isn't in the Oh yeah, the sorry, there is there. No, but the yeah, but that, so... the bottom one is still sixty two points as opposed to hundred and eleven. So... Yeah. What they're doing though is, when but then there's heavy support MVP. squads in those rhino squads. Yeah. If you see this, myth, well, yeah. I say it, it, yeah. those dedicated yeah. transports instead of like what Alex said, the, the dedicated tra- transports for the, the 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 core units won't take up those transport slots. They'll be part uh, so of the slots. So the... the detachment is infantry only. Yeah. If, yeah. for example, your so when you look at the demi company, you've got HQ support core core. Yeah. One of those core. If you, for example, made up, I don't know, let's say two two tax squads and something that is not infantry, then yeah. you can't take rhinos for them as dedicated, yeah. which is most likely why the bottom Empress Children detachment well, no, does And they're still infantry. I would bet they've got a different keyword or something that prevents them. Heavy infantry or something. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, they've got the bulky keyword because that comes up later when talking about the Thunderhawks about and you've got heavy trans you've got heavy transports and not and transports. Yeah. This is where Spartans heavy, will come in. Yeah, heavy transports yeah. can ca- ca- can and heavy transports can take bulky units. Not and the Demi Company specifically says any infantry only models can be yeah. upgraded with Legion Rhino. Yeah. Which means they're not infantry only, they're gonna have some form of other heavy keyword. Yeah. yeah. Be interesting. So yeah. So, for, as we've sort of alluded to, formations have compulsory and optional detachments. Some either ors. Uh, what formations we've seen? We've seen the we've seen the yeah. Legion Demi Company, which was, yep. we've heard about the Armored Company and the Aerial Assault, but we haven't actually seen a graphic with their units and their no. rules. There's the Skyhunter Phalanx Company. Yeah. Yep. What else, yeah. What else the we got? There's the Drop, drop Pod drop Assault Pod Company. There's Legion the Garrison. Garrison. Yep. Although, actually, you can have a look because both armies, both the Death Guard and the Blood Angels, have got an armored company. The Death Guard yeah. one looks like it's minimum two Sakaran squadrons and a Kratos squadron. Yeah, but I, yeah. I would bet that you've but got. But then they've added the orbital flyer wing as a. Yeah, I bet the armored company is two battle tank, one and a heavy tank. tank, and then either or something, but one of those yeah. either ors is flyers. Or, as well, I reckon you can then. Looking at an armored company, I reckon you can add an additional two battle tanks. Yeah, because the Blood Angel one's got one. That looks like it's maxed. Three it's maxed. Two Preds and two Sakarans, isn't it? Which is five slots. Which yeah. is if you look at if you look at the Legion Demi, that's four court that's four compulsory. So if we said there's four compulsory. Yeah. And then so the Blood Angels one's then taken an extra one of something and an extra flyers. We're assuming it's four. It could be three. We don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, go- I'm going on. No, I'm going on four because the Demi Company's got four compulsories and the Legion, the Solar Solar Auxilia subcult's got four. But then, the, and then, to be fair, the Solar Auxilia Armoured Company's only got three. So, yeah, so there might not saying. be a consistency to that. No, I think the Armoured Company's have three. For it's, me, actually, that's, pro- that's probably a good one to look at. Pioneer Company. 
Yeah, yeah, that's spicy. Yeah, yeah, that's got two rapiers. So I would bet that that has most likely got a commander, two rapiers, and either the troop or the Lamanderus. Because yeah. so because a solar armored company is two battle, one heavy, then optional detachment of battle battle heavy, and then yeah. one of battle artillery or air. I would bet the Legion armored company is almost exactly the same. Yeah, yeah, them. I imagine so. Because the Solar Auxilia sub-cohort is pretty much identical to the Demi Company in there. Yeah. And However, that, that Blood on a completely different tangent, company looks the same. The drop pod, you know we talked about Rhinos being dedicated transports for the yeah. Demi Company? In the drop pod assault, obviously I think drop pods will become dedicated for the keyword transport. Because if you look at the Terminators, they couldn't take drop pods. Yeah, so there'll be there'll be keyword infantry, but they, drop pods you pop. can put Terminators in in the old game. Yeah, but I don't reckon they'll do that in this game. No, because in, in the um, example mission, the Terminators deep strike in. They tell what, what is they? amazing though is the guy drops the missile launcher support detachment in, moves Into the back them. corner. Yeah, which all right, plot spoilers for people who haven't read the report, but I think that. The idea that you could put infantry in drop pods is... It's not any, just uh, infantry in pods, it's the missile launchers in pods. It's and, any infantry. Yeah. But what, you could do that with multi-melter squadrons. We haven't seen all the heavy support. I mean, yeah. I mean, imagine that, a load of melters coming down in the drop pod, which in Heresy was bad enough. But I think that drop pod assault is quite spicy with the yeah. Fire Raptors as well. I really like mm. that idea. Yeah. Yep. But and we then, don't know where, which book that's coming in. It's yeah. it's not coming it's, in the core, it, is it? No, it's not. It's the first book that comes out. And I, I think, think they said every, everything in everything in the report will be covered in the main in the main the first book and the new in the first campaign book. I think that's when's the first campaign book out? Is that I, ima- s- I imagine they're going to want to fire that out as soon as possible afterwards. You might see that on release. Yeah, because I imagine that. It probably was windowed. If with a, with an August original date, the first tranche of releases should have been either coming out now or pretty soon. So I, I can see them just jamming it all out in one month. Because I was talking to my friend Gary, he's saying the campaign book may be delayed till December or even January because of the printing issues. Uh, who cares? I just want it here now. But the, the only the last bit on army creation was just the one bit of solar stuff that I picked up, which is. That you've got your legate commanders, which are the big ones, but they are one per fifteen hundred, and then you've got Nobody less. Solar. I'm going to make a solar. I'm going to make a solar force, and I'm going to drive it so far down your face and crush you with it that you've got to learn to respect. As, long, as long as you have to roll a weapon location dice, I'm fine. We'll introduce <laughs> that into the game. <laughs> I'll blow all your weapons off. Yeah, what was quite nice is when the Titan died. There wasn't any like gnarly explosions. Hmm. Yeah, I thought it was a bit weird. So, so there was in the old in the old Armageddon when a Titan died or some. You used to have what you call criticals. It was either critical or catastrophic. So, if you rolled a six on the armor panel or something, or you no, know, when you when the unit died like a super heavy or something died, you rolled a dice so on a six. It it would then explode. It would do something after that. I don't know if that's a mechanic they've retained. So, like your tight if you did. You blow up your Titan and you rolled a six and it went critical. You then roll for some additional damage in, in a set area or something. So there might be an effect for killing a god machine, but it's definitely not like the uh, catastrophic damage table where Titans start spinning no, around. I, and shooting I think it will most likely be in-game victory points or yeah. something like that. Because this, this is what they said. The, the really gnarly 
detailed Titan game is Titanicus. That's why yeah. Titanicus is not going anywhere. The Titans in LI are much simpler things. Lot, yeah, they've got to be though, don't they? Yeah. You'd never be able to play with a terminal on the side as well and moving it with turn markers and stuff. But the interesting thing, like I said, you pick voids and heat, etc. Yeah. as well. There's a lot when you've already got I mean, it's, it, models on the board. It's going to be enough tracking the voids anyway. You know, just tracking the amount of voids that have gone down on stuff when people's shooting at it. You know, you're going to need to just have a dice on it. That's going to be enough. I bet you'll got, see tokens um, come out with titans that say this is a counter, for example, this is counter one, this is two, yeah. three, and it will count. I'll get my, I'll get my wound wangs out again. Yeah. I'll get my wound wangs out and point it to them. They're really good. But yeah, I mean, it's just the same as wound counters in 40k now, isn't it, for degrading yeah. vehicles. So it's not going to be, it's not, it'll be doable. It's just when you've got that many units on the table, you it's going to be enough just tracking that without having to then do heat and armor rolls. But what I got from this is is MSU, multiple small unit spam in LI will be so strong, so strong to Alex's point. If you could run five companies of different legions, which we said you could make this from all intents, we're looking at it that way. Well, You'd obviously... How many points was that Empress Children Force? Because that would give you... Uh, an 397, 400. So technically you could probably get, get seven nine of them. them. No, 400. No, seven. Seven of them. Oh yeah, well, I mean, this is how Strump beats people. He turns up with twenty percent extra points, but and then you um, beat people by not playing the rules properly. Yeah, at least, at least I'm cheating in a fair way. <laughs> um, but as you're saying, Alex, <laughs> if you were going to be Empress Children, you ran, you know, say Sky Hunter or Drop Pod, where you knew you were going to drop it, and then you could seize it for that activation. It's big. Yeah, you could start when, tailoring pod, legions to certain companies the at the end of the turn. You take at the start. So we, before we get into phases and everything, I think the list creation, I think, will allow for a lot of flexibility. But then I also think there must be something coming in to stop it being abused. Yeah, I, I, I'm wondering again, like they may have they may have made some creative decisions in terms of the list they put down there to showcase stuff and maybe make up a guy's army to 3,000 points by saying, oh, here's a bit of Emperor's Children that I've got and Oh, we'll, we'll use an extra legion. So they might they might not have strictly built the but, list I mean, completely legally. If we so look at AT, there was crusade rules, there was custom legion rules, corruptions. I mean, do you want to be like like Bob Curry and just have lots of different legios, legion Astartes in there, have a big soup, you know, yeah, just combine yeah. all the rules. I, I think if, uh, to be honest, I think the community would probably regulate that as well. If there was an abusive way of doing that, I can imagine people going, no, we're not having that. So, Has the okay. community regulated Vulpa? And those, you know... Narrative Dawn, Dawn Attacks. Vulpa. Narrative Dawn Attacks, yeah. Anyway, Dawn. okay. Anyway, next so one. So we've, we've, we've hammered the Legion Demi. So we've just got the... So the next formation we've seen is the Solar Auxilia Subcohort, which seems to be fairly similar thing to the it's demi it's company. a copy base like of the demi yeah. it's uh, the solar no, auxiliary armored company they've got it a battle is. tank the solar auxiliary sub cohort has got a battle tank in the it's got yeah it's got some subtle differences to it but but it's essentially the same thing and it? it's fairly yeah, they've standard just eight, them eight, eight, they've just hq them out. two troops of support the, the interesting thing is they don't actually get a special rule on top of that really they just get this core compulsory detachments uh, core, compulsory core detachments must be filled with las rifle sections. But I bet they're cheap, though, which makes... Oh, them... yeah. 
you you could Legion. probably put instead of seven legions yeah. for example you could probably get 10 sub well, what's that what's that pioneer company coming at uh 331 so that's pretty cheap and that's got rapiers yeah. and lehman yeah. russ and a command squad obviously and the Valataris storm section which are their elites the reason why I say the sub-cohort is almost a copy-paste of the demi-companies, aside from the Bastion, they've just swapped the one of the followings around and the yeah. optionals. That's it's interesting it. you don't get a Bastion, though, because that was the always the, yeah, from 28 mil AOD, was your last rifle list had, you stuck them behind a defence line, didn't you? That's that's the, the, the solar build well, that way. That's so. probably why they've stopped that, because what we've not yeah. seen anything teased about Bastions yet. So if we you see, start we've... bringing things... Yeah. Well, no, I mean, rules-wise or model-wise, yeah. what? Could oh, no, no, we've seen it. we've seen a new defense line in some of the early pictures, didn't we? I'm yeah, sure was it's... that scenery defense line, or was it bastion defense line? Well, I imagine the the, the bastions will range from defense. We, we also don't know people. all the solar auxiliary companies. Probably is going to be one like hold the line or company or you know like armored defense company or there's probably garrison force solar auxiliary well, you garrison your... force with like multiple bastions. You can keep your opinions on solo to yourself as you're a hater. I am. I just don't want to play with post humans. Pre, pre post humans. Pre post humans. <laughs> but yeah, the uh, battle company, battle armored formation. Then I'm guessing by the looks of what we've seen from the the battle report, it's fairly similar as the Legion one. Um, interesting. You get a tank commander, ten points on one of them, but we, we don't know, know what a tank commander, commander does. does. I think it's probably for the solar. It's going to have to do with this um, aura of command that they have. Mm. That that's going to be the thing. They've got. I, I don't think I put the. I don't think we got the rules in it. We just got this thing about aura aura of command, and I I'm guessing there'll be some kind of orders mechanic. Well, yeah, because even the Legion force, you got Death Card Command Squad, you got Solar Commander, Empress Dragon Commander. They're all. I think they'll have some sort of like little buff zone or something. Yeah, so, so, interestingly, then in the next thing that came out was the turn structure, and just in our little pre-show insulting fest that happened before, and Tommy made a uh, his only insightful. Oh, this uh, must pain of, you to say this. Month. Look at him; he's in yeah, pain yeah. Now. It's <laughs> the only intelligent thing you've ever said, and we didn't record it. But he pointed out, interestingly, <laughs> did it happen? Fate... If we didn't record it. No, so we, it, it, it's been well, unfortunately it's been recorded now. But the phase is or go orders, initiative, movement, combat, end. So you place your hidden orders before you know who's going first in the turn, which is a subtle difference, but quite an important one, isn't it? If you're placing orders and you don't know who's going first, well, if you think I was thinking of a game, remember X Wing that yeah. people used to play. I think it's still played by some closet closeted people somewhere but the point is in that you had your dials but you know who'd go first based off pilot skill level and everything else yeah. and even in AT you'd obviously roll for initiative then put your orders down so this makes the Empress Children Legion ability of be able to seize if you know you're hidden orders down and your opponent doesn't obviously know what order is you could then seize and make sure you say I wonder you get what, that going I wonder at what point you can seize yeah so, is it just at any point as well yeah, because remember it's activation based. So you go. Yeah, but but you can do it in any. It's like Dom Strat in AT. You can do it. Yeah, at any yeah. point in any phase and and. Grab well, yeah, it. because you do it in the initiative. You so if you do it in phase two, yeah. reveal orders and determine who who goes first. Emperor's children would then go first. 
But that's what I mean. But no, could you do the reveal order? Roll off, see who goes first, reveal all the orders, go to the movement phase, go, actually, I'm going to go first. No. From what I led to, led to believe from the magazine, obviously, we yeah. have the book. You have to You're do it in the initiative phase, phase which would make sense. Because mm-hmm. that was their fluff, wasn't it? They acted faster and stuck dildos in their oh. mouths. What's going to stop people bringing a small, cheap um, Empress Children Demi Company in every list? That that's genuinely what what worries me with that thing about being the take list because yeah you'll end up with that being like well I'm going to take Empress Children like I'm I'm pr- primarily thinking I'm doing a word bearing force but why not just do it you know yeah. you could probably strip that Demi Company back down to probably three hundred points I yeah. just whack it on the end. Just you know? I think the Empress Children would only affect an Empress Children unit though. Well, no, because you, you get the initiative that's- for the player. If you've got it in your army, you you can't you can't have initiative for one. If the initiative says you gain it, and the Empress children must use it. If that makes sense. So it has here. Oh in, no, hang on! It does the, say the this Empress enables him to move and shoot first with his whole yeah. force, even the Death Guard. Yeah, and it says not all Legion rules work both ways. Though the Death Guard tainted terrain is not a good place for the Empress children to be. Yeah, yeah. So, that, so. Just off the bat, that makes the Empress Children seem pretty strong and almost not an auto take, but most Tommy's, people... Tommy's getting his purple paint out again. Oh, transfigured Fulgrim. Oh, <laughs> oh. Did you just put transfigured Fulgrim inside yourself then. I cannot wait for that model. I cannot wait um, to see you gape yourself out wide enough to get those wings in. Yeah, I'm actually going to try and sell some of my Dark Angel, but that's for a different story. So yeah, so there's an interesting little thing there where your orders you've got to make your order decision first. Do you gamble on going first? Do you do you well, maybe the, maybe you got like good a, it, you can't yeah. just tee up for an alpha strike, can you? You've got to no. consider that you might not be going well, first. Well maybe one of your orders is fall back, okay. Mm-hmm. Knowing that say they do have an Empress Children detachment, okay, whatever. You think they're gonna charge, okay. But maybe one of your other units that they also fall. want to charge or fall back. Fullback's not a voluntary action, though, is it? Fullback's if you photo your morale. No, it's an yeah, order. No, there is an order for fullback. It's, it's an order There's you take. March, advance, first fire, charge. Yeah, but isn't it an order you take when you fail your morale? Because if you look in the end phase, it says resolve effects, fullback, test to rally, mm-hmm. calculate VP. I think fullback, it, 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 when you were, it used to be called being broken. In, so uh, what, you just mar- can you just march backwards then? No, no, no. You, it's like it's like Unless, falling back in AOD when you you lose a morale test and you run away. Unless fallback oh, is right. an order you give to the a unit in combat. No, I think I think no, you just no, fill morale like Tom it's, says. Yeah, it's it's like a oh, shutdown no, it's down order. There is an orders token. Yeah, yeah I think but, it's a nominating note no, is broken. It, they see there's a couple of units that fall back in there, and I don't think I don't think it. I think it's if you from what I understand is if you. You fail your morale test because you take too many casualties. You then take a full back order, which means in the end phase you fall back. You then have to rally. If you don't rally, you have the full back order and retain it like a shutdown order, and yeah. you will continue to fall back until it's you rally like in the end phase. Broken fighters in Necromunda. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's pretty much yeah because when you, you you lose that call check, you fall back in the end phase. You rally. If you don't rally, that. The next time you activate that fighter, it falls back. But I think you fall back in the end phase. So effectively, you're not doing anything with that unit in the next turn because they're falling back. You then test in the end phase. To, you fall back again and test again. Because I'm sure it says something in the article, you can run off the board with it. 
Yeah, I think also that may be engaged and pinned. But yeah, you're probably right, Tom. Yeah, me, the engaged though, and pinned mechanic, I wasn't quite sure. I yeah. was a bit interested in that because because it says if you're engaged with a bigger unit, you're pinned. And then is it like a combat with like dreadnoughts against a tank or it's something? It's jet bikes. Jet bikes, jet bikes so into it, a Kratos, yeah. So it says the Kratos is the bigger unit. All right. Yep. So it can't be base numbers then. It can't be like, oh, I've got four bases, you've got one. So what's that mechanic for working out what scale? There's, we haven't had the scale notes released. So those jetpacks will have a scale, and the tank will have a scale. And if the scale is equal or higher, because I'm looking at there's a, we've seen a Kratos card, and yeah. there is no scale on it. But, but we also know those cards oh, are not complete because we know the Direwolf one doesn't have the conversion beam of weapon on it. Yeah, but the Kratos so, card, for example, there's no scale. It's actually got movement, save, CAF. Yeah, morale. But but it also set. But it also says vehicle ah. brackets two. Yeah, that's because the squadron starts as no, no, because the Terminator one. Kratos. No, because the Terminator one says infantry brackets one, and the Titans ah. five, Warlord Titan five. Yeah. So that's scale. So they must be. It must two. I wonder if vehicle two. So jet bike could be would be um, Vanguard yeah. one. So yeah. that might be the mechanic. It was just interesting because I thought I wonder how that. How that mechanic plays out because it's a weird mechanic that can't retreat from combat if you're in combat with a bigger. I was going to number three then, because if you you've gone from infantry being a one, a Kratos yeah. being at two, yeah, there's no three, no four, and then you're at five. Yeah, but a Warhound might be three. No, I know Titan is five. Yeah, yeah. Then yeah, Fel so... Felblades might be three. Spellblaze might be three, but what, what are you pinging in at? Oh, Knights might be a four. Knights might be a four, no. yeah. Might yeah. Be if the Warlord's five. Yeah, but bearing in mind, the Warlord's still bigger than the Knights. But a Direwolf, and a, a, a Hound and a Titan, a Hound and a Warlord is five. So it makes sense that the, the step down from that is Knights as a four. Four. Super heavy Super tanks heavy, yeah. as a three. Tanks, tanks vehicles two. as a two. Infantry, jet bikes, skimmers, speeders, one. Yeah, so, okay, what, so that's what, my what I really don't understand is just to make sure you take it in turns to move your detachment. Okay, I'm looking yeah. back at movements. You've you rolled the initiative, decide who goes first. Yeah, let's say Tom, we're, we've decided we want to play Alex again. You know, we want some masochism no. in our life. Um, no. Shut up, you love it. <laughs> <laughs> he said that before while pinning Jamie to the ground. <laughs> Anyone, um, not just Jamie. So, but then, so you move your. As I understand it, take it in turns to move a detachment that's been given an order to either advance, march, charge, yeah. etc. But in the magazine it says, with his entire force to go first. And if that's true, you go, my, my Emperor's Jordan, seize the initiative, my all my detachments go before any of your detachments. I, I, I would, that must be a typo. That must I, be, otherwise I, that is broken beyond belief. I no, wouldn't... You're on rand you're on orders that you don't know what your opponent's got. But we've also not seen the other what is it, seventeen legions rules. Or yeah. sorry, not seventeen, fifteen given the minus to the missing two. Alpha Legion are no, both there's, there's, have there's, some... there's eighteen oh. legions. I also wouldn't oh, read yeah, we've seen fifteen others, yeah. Yeah. I you. also um, wouldn't read too much into the specific wording of a white dwarf that's written by a writer, journo writer, mm. as opposed to because we've had we get this in articles about Titanicus and stuff as well, where they they write something in a way that it reads well, but the rules people in us go, oh, well, that doesn't work. And it's because they're writers, not rules writers and gamers. So I just, 
I wouldn't read too heavily into that. All right, who wrote it? Let's find him. And let's let's just there you go. Who it might be it might be right. It might not. I'm not saying that the, they're wrong, but I would say don't read too much into it till we yeah, got the rule book we, because we don't it may know what just... the other fifteen legions do because uh, you could find, for example, the white scars. I think we've seen they get jink. They get jink. But the other thing is. Looking at the Bolter profile, for example, Bolt was hit most of hits on a five plus, apart from some yeah. Titans. Even if you have got first fire and you choose to burn your Empress Children's strat of I'm going first, yeah. there's no guarantee you're going to do a massive amount of damage because you're still looking for right high price. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be things got. like getting a charge. Well, because charge doesn't matter too much as well because of the way CAF works. And then, yeah, yeah, it, it, movement will be the big thing for going first. We don't know what else is there. You could sit there and be like, well, Imperial Fists might have something that says when they get shot at, they can return fire. I know, they get to re-roll ones on bolted weapons like they do in every single game. Yeah, or Alpha Legion might have an option exactly the same as Empress Children is, that they can just take it off you when you play it. Yeah. Or anything like that. We don't know. Tommy's got his furious rules writing face on there. No, I'm just remembering old white doors. They used to list the team of who did what in the magazine. Yeah, they don't do that list... anymore because of yeah, internet because trolls. of people like you. Because of people oh, like me, yeah. In white rule 476, you said you put an apostrophe before the S. That means this. And they go, oh, for fuck's sake, it's just No, because I'm reading this, you know, Age of Sigma, Age of Sigma fluff by Phil yeah, Kelly, on, right? He's put his on, name there. Go and play Age of Sigma then. I might do because, no, but then I was reading the managing ed- editor's point, Lyle. Okay. Or Leela. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Um he's not even mentioned L I in this, this month's um White Dwarf. So I think this L I thing has been put in. I mean you're doing exactly what we're just saying is that you're you're being a nerd and reading far too much into it. Well, yes, because with my dyslexia I have to. You can't read if you're dyslexic. <laughs> you can, just not very well. <laughs> right, let's cover the orders to- orders tokens as last thing because I'm quite frankly losing the will to live. So we've Thank got you. first fire, advance, march, charge, and full back as yep. the orders. Uh, I've got some lovely grim dark terrain ones that I printed out, which are very nice. Um, but the ones in white dwarf look like they're paper rather than a thick card. I'm, I hope they're kind of a thick card one, like not no, just I, I, I think they're a thin paper, likewise for the objectives. Because yeah. when you see them on the tabletop, uh, in some of the pictures, they don't look very thick. They do look like they're just sort of like a piece of A4. Again, I wonder if they've done that. They've just cut them out because they haven't got the tokens printed yet for the report. I, I, but... honest, look, I'm just going to use AT dice. The logos are exactly the same. Have you got 40 of them? Yeah, if you've uh, bought yes. enough starter sets, you've got so many of the gold dice, you've just got <laughs> too many. Have I shown you my little grim dark? Yeah, yeah, you've, you've used them on the table before, usually. Yeah. No, no, these ones that I print out. Oh, oh wow, they look terrible. I've got my little chaos stars, my word bearer. Chaos, oh, you've, whoa, he's such a knob. I've got, they're, they're really good. They've got the mechanical ones, they've got imperial ones, they've got. Um, if you have a look at round one in the white dwarf, top right hand corner, the photo is. Death Guard, Preds, Blood Angels, Pods. You look at the tokens, they are paper thin. That's that's not going to be good. They'll either get knocked off. Turn one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, they're card. They're card. They they look 
they don't look they look yeah, thin card, card. yeah yeah they look like, yeah, they look like, like you know the aos tokens but even thinner yeah. they won't like be under tokens for example they won't be paper because yeah. they won't be paper because you won't be able to pop them out they'll be a thin card but yeah anyway you know, like the easily yeah. damaged so you've got to buy new ones yeah, well, I've like made the own, so. AT weapons cards. It'd be that sort of thing. Yeah, that's a good shout. Yeah. The, uh, the AT weapons cards that came on like the um, Warmaster terminals. Yeah. Warmasters, so. And the yeah. side item. And the side item. Side item. Okay, so we know the orders. As Tom said, first so, fire, advanced march, charge, and full back. Now, what's interesting is the movement and combat. So you can just regular move and shoot with advance. March, you you know, double time. But you can treble ah, your movement if it's entirely infantry detachment, which is huge. No, it's not. It's a detachment. And in a formation, you've your minimum detach formation has four detachments. So you're only activating a detachment in a formation. It's not the yeah. whole formation going yeah, you know, but if you but if you look at that uh Empress Children one with the Terminators, the Rhinos, that's all infantry. Because yeah, the Rhinos become dedicated. Rhinos. No, but rhinos. they become dedicated they're, transports. They'll, they'll have a keyword vehicle though, not yeah. infantry. So they'll contain infantry. So once the infantry get out, then they, they'll benefit. Yeah. And in the bottom Emperor's Children in the Demi, where with the one without Rhinos, yeah. that's likely all infantry. So they could triple move. But the one with Rhinos will have keyword vehicles in it. Imagine that, a triple move for infantry. I mean, infantry obviously probably won't right. move too far. But, but think but... about jetpack infantry. Jump or jet bikes, land speeders. If you no, just they'll be, they'll be keyword, they'll be keyword. How are they going to be oh, infantry? speed. Yeah, they're not infantry. They won't be yeah. infantry. But you think your assault marines, triple move yeah. your assault marines. Heard yeah. of assault marines at the table? And if you make assault marines great again, this edition. Two, de two detachments of assault marines in a formation. Yeah. When I've got we, my, we um, haven't seen anything even tease for those models yet. Yeah. What's the old? What's the old? Box, yeah. Assault marines do. What for LA? Yeah. yeah. What's the old um, word bearers? Um, assault, special assault marines. Ash and Circle. Ash and Circle. Give me a herd of Ash and Circle going up the table. Ooh. Bring uh, me Galvor back coming in in the drop pods. Oh, no. Give me Blood Angels Dawnbreakers or Emperor's Children Palatine Blades with jump packs. <laughs> uh, don't get jump packs. Not allowed them. They put too much jizz in the jump pack motors. Uh, charge. <laughs> See, this is a bit. This is a bit that I, I didn't get with charge. Because it says either a single movement or a double movement if it gets a detachment into base contact with an enemy detachment. But if you get a charge, you want to get into base contact. Yeah, but you might have a rule that says you've got to charge the closest eligible unit. So, and you can't, like, for example, double moving to ignore your closest. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was just interesting. Again, that's taking the wording from the White Dwarf, not uh, from the Warcom article, not from. The rule book, it might be explained better in there. I'll give it to you, Alex. Yeah, in the original box set featured, because I'm actually looking at pictures of it again. You're not going to tell me There, are, there right, are pop out card tokens pictured. There's a reference sheet. There is the assault marines with some very chunky jump packs. Mark six jump packs, yeah. There's yeah. also some plasma guns, some missile yeah. launchers. Yes. Basically, we're going to watch Tommy hurt himself now. He's, basically, he's done everything but say, You were right, Alex. Yeah. I think Alex, I, I want this you is to say close... I am right. So, Alex, for once, you're not entirely wrong. No, no. <laughs> Alex, you are right. Those are the words that I want to come out your mouth. Oh, buy me a drink first, and then something else will come out in my mouth. two and a half weeks. <laughs> I might buy you a drink at my wedding. <laughs> uh, you could be. A, you are a northerner. You are. 
Yeah. Okay. So we've done charge. I think you got charge... first fire. Fairly obvious. Can't yeah. move. But you get to shoot in the movement phase. No, you get yeah, to, shoot, get to first shoot first in, in the combat phase. Yeah. So I'm guessing if you've got multiple, you say you've got multiple units on first fire on either side, the player with initiative will choose which one of their first fire. If fire-ers you had a warlord titan, you'd always have that first fire. Well, no, because you'd probably want to move, wouldn't you? Yeah. On a warlord, you've got to get into arc. Yeah, if you've got double fists and Vulcans, you're going to want to mm. run. But yeah, that's that sounds, interesting. That sounds like a really nice. Wait, sorry, you're saying about arc. Where does it have arc? There's an arc, there's an arc unit in the Titans one where they've got front yeah. and back arcs. Oh, admittedly, yeah. admittedly, it's 180, so it's much simpler, mm. but the arcs are 180. But um, well, You just put them in the corner of the board and you look at some of those guns. The Apocalypse missile launch is a 100-inch range. Yeah, but the yeah, is 70-inch. Yeah, so, but yeah. you also bear in mind, unless Titans have got something baked in, you shoot at the same target because it's the... Yeah. If you look at the, the, we'll cover special rules in a bit, but you've got the one special rule, which is, oh, which one was it? Uh, blah, 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 blah. Not bombing run. Where is it? It's. Cool. So what are you thinking of that? But I would love a, you know, imagine a warlord, just get the Maury Quake onto that detachment of Kratos. Point defense. Yeah. Point defense rule. So on the Lehman Rust, they've got the point defense on the heavy bolts, which allows them to fire at second target and can fire in the movement yeah. phase. So the so there's obviously Ardex that can be point defense, defense. but everything else is yeah. a normal weapon. So if your warlord sat in the back corner, it's firing two bellicosas and an apox at one target. So yeah, you're going to probably obliterate a target. Although the apox have got heavy barrage, so I don't well, know. Yeah, but that would be another thing. It has got though. point defense, the Ardex Megavolters on the Direwolf Titan. Yeah. So if you think Warhounds then on their Vulcan Megabolts, I don't think there's an unreal to say they'd get point defense. No. That'd be hilarious if you can run. If it's you can a run. Vulcan Megabolter. It doesn't have Ardex. Yeah. It doesn't have um, point defense. Only Ardex do because they're an automatic yeah. bolter. Yeah. In, yeah, yeah in, there's in a Vulcan Megabolter array, but actually, maybe the Warhound Vulcan Megabolter will have point defense. No, but you're not, the with, same with, gun. with a Direwolf, yeah. you're moving that up with a, with a volcano cannon on its head. <laughs> it's hammering its bolters into something else as you're moving and then firing its volcano cannon. That something. would be strong. The volcano cannon direwolf may well see the light of day in uh, it's, it's only Engine Killer 2, though. Um, that's really Mate, weird because I'm pretty sure the... You fire, that at, you fire that at a Fellblade. It can also infiltrate and it's agile. It, no, we don't know it can infiltrate, do we? Yeah, no, it's in this in its sheets. Special rules. Infiltrate direwolf. So I don't know why you'd want... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh. For me, this is where having a volcano cannon, imagine you've just infiltrated, you've point defense, move up, right? Shoot at some infantry, and then you're like, right, your Kratos squadron or your other ter- like Titan there, right? It's gone. Take your toys off, mate. <laughs> but anyway, back to orders. So they, yeah. this is the bit that we fall back, Alex, where we were talking about. Like, so fallback stops the detachment from moving. Instead, they'll have to retreat during the end phase. That's why I was saying fall back is a is a bad thing it's like shut down it's like being broken it you 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 can't do anything to it but by the sound you might be able to shoot by the sounds like because you can't move it doesn't say you can't fire so you might be able to keep firing your guns in place and then fall back if you're with a man mo- modifier to hit or something yeah maybe something that, that affects yeah, you given that bolt has already hit on like five plus if you yeah. if you're like a minus it's a minus one to hit 
Yeah. Yeah, but that makes sense if you're falling back, doesn't it? Yeah. So and right. then Combat's... combat is divided into three phases, Tom. Yes. First fire, engagement, and advancing fire. Ooh, uh, wait, oh, advancing fire. That sounds my favorite part. <laughs> but combat's interesting. I like the way combat works. So you pay units off, make your fight rolls, roll in 2d6 and add in your CAF, which is quite good. Because this is in, but the interesting bit is if you're outnumbered, the next, if you've got, say, got three bases into one, your first base rolls 2d6 into your opponent, the second base rolls 3d6, the fourth base rolls 4d6. So we were like, because I looked, when I first read it, I was like, oh, Warhound's got like a CAF of plus 10. So 2d6 plus 10, that's going to smash stuff. But if you've got like five infantry bases in combat, you'll probably smash the first base back because you can only kill one base at a time. And then you're going to have the four remaining units not getting hit back and hit back. And that fourth Terminator unit might be 4d6 plus CAF 10, CAF 5. You know, you can start. Have, you can see how you can start pulling things down. I think it's quite a, a smart little thing because combat is you take a hit, you take a wound, you don't get any saves. Fuck off, off you go. Your two plus armor save on your Titan means fuck all. Yeah, because the Leviathans do the reaver, don't they? they yeah, they just run in and smash it. Because that first Leviathan hitting will have been two d six against the reaver. The second mm-hmm. one will have been three d six, the four d six, five d six. Plus the CAF and Leviathan. Well, no, the, uh, I think the Leviathan did it, but what I think the Reaver would still get a save. No, 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 no save. What, but it's got multiple wounds to wind down first. It, well, it's not just that because I think in the Warlord profile, it's got a save profile. I would bet that still comes from combat. But what are the Leviathans armed with? Which is melee weapons. We've yeah. not seen the AP on those melee weapons. Well, no, because it says it says models get a bonus if they if they charge, and the loser takes a wound. No saves allowed. So I guess invulnerable saves may well be if you've got a you know an invulnerable save. Yeah, like cataractai probably will. Yeah, but you ain't getting a save. Combat in epic always used to be super super brutal. Like if you've got a charge, because the old when it used to work in Armageddon is you would just keep going. If you you do the fight, total up the wounds, roll, you'd roll off plus your wounds plus blast markers and stuff. And if some someone won, yeah the the you the rest of that your opposing detachment was just wiped out. You just fucking took them off. You would most and and if you didn't if you tied on that roll, you would fight again. You just kept going in that combat till one one set of models was completely wiped out. Well, and then I was reading further, the World Eaters Legion special rules, whenever they make a fight roll, all World Eaters infantry, cavalry, and walkers can re-roll a single D6 when making a fight roll. Yeah. That's huge. Each base can re-roll. Yeah. Don't they get an additional and dice as well, or is it just a re-roll? No. They well, just get yeah, but imagine that you're getting if they're four bases versus yeah. one Warhound, at one point they're gonna have four D6 and they can re-roll one of them. Oh, yeah. That's quite a good chance of guaranteeing a winning combat yeah, even yeah, against yeah. the really big stuff. Yeah, yeah. You imagine imagine you're like ten bases of world infantry pulling down a Fucking Reaver or something. I, I, I'd reckon just way of dice. three or four bases yeah. of world eaters to do it. Yeah, because just I was looking, and we got the White Scars special. So we know the Empress Children, Blood Angels, Death Guard. The White Scars is improved the Jink. World eaters like have just said four sections to just start reading the bit you want to read in there, Tommy. No, we were talking about Legion special rules before. So I just no, we were talking about combat. There. Yeah, well, I went to the World Eaters about the D six, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Right, that is the orders and the turn structure and movement and combat, Carl. So, 
that is a good 50-odd minutes of talking about rules and arguing. I think we'll probably leave it here for now, and we'll come back in the next episode, and we will cover weapons, units. We'll cover the special rules that Tommy wants to get into, and Legion special rules and solar rules and terrain. No one cares about solar. <laughs> I no one cares. Honestly, oh. if I play anyone that uses solar, I'll shake I'm, their I'm, hand and say, I'm "Why did only, you do it?" I'm only ever going to play you with solar. You're never going to face. Do you know what? If you paint up a load of boring post humans that no one cares about, <laughs> they're in the fluff. They'd really do anything because they're solar meant to live in the solar system, right? There's a man who's mm. never read any fluff. Right. Enough of your nonsense. He can't Tommy. read. He's dyslexic. Remember. Thank can't. you. Thank you, Alex. I tell you, you're getting more and more less wrong the further we record. (laughs) (laughs) Right, we'll be back for a wrap-up. See you later. (laughs) Again, well-timed for the recording. (laughs) I didn't even realise you'd press the record button until I released a statement and went, oh, crap. thing is, I do put my fingers up and I count us down as we're coming in to get a visual screen. We're still amazed you can count. I can't. I'm dyslexic. I can't count. <laughs> you can't read. No, I'm not. I'm not this. Cal- I don't have dyscalculia, so I, I, I'm just thick oh. when it comes to numbers. Saying that I can't draw, I've got dysgraphia. No, you can't draw because you stick a pencil up your fucking nose and one in your dick hole. That's the problem. <laughs> it's a bloody thick pencil. Hmm. I wouldn't say that. I've seen. I've seen. I've seen bigger man. Have you? Have you? When did you see it? <laughs> When you were sleeping. (laughs) (laughs) Milked me like a cow. Right, Right, enough of that. This is just the ending closing section. As you can tell, it's not got any better. Um, So, yeah, the only thing I think we need to shout out is that we will be running an LI event up at the Legion. uh, Not Legion. uh, The Greetings from the Warp Heresy Weekender, which is the 12th, 13th and 14th. Yep. Or maybe 13th, 14th. Yeah, 12th, 13th, 14th of April 24th up in, what's it, Ithlingborough. Yeah, I don't know how to say that place. Oh, it's, it's near North Have a look Science Academy. Page. Yeah. They've got the address there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we have no idea what it is, what it'll be. It'll be a bunch of games on the Saturday and the Sunday. Um, points to be decided, rounds to be decided. It'll be narrative. It'll be fun. You'll get to witness me, Tom and Alex, row in person, live and for free. Well, no, it won't be free. It'll be 40 quid to come. Is yeah, how ticket prices? I don't, I don't know how much ticket prices are. No. It'll, it'll be about that. If it'll not, be around 40 uh, quid. Which... No, it's the weekender, isn't it? It'll be a little um, bit more, won't it? I think previous ticket prices, I think for the gaming, I want to say were 50 quid, but I might be yeah. wrong. But that does include Friday free gaming, doesn't it, then? Yeah, but I want to say... Anyway, Andy, it doesn't matter because... Yeah. yeah. It'll be released. Tickets go up on the 31st. They'll be on their Eventbrite page there. 31st of November. Give them a month, Alex. October. 31st of October, Alex. Give them a month. October. <laughs> I said October the second time round. I already said October as well. No, I but I said... Give them a month. He said 31st said, of November. I, I said November first time round. Just I've really con- continue on with the wrap. I've confused down. the monkey. Thirty first of October. Not with the effort. Thirty <laughs> first of October. Tickets are going for sale. Get on to greetings from the walk. You should follow those guys anyway. They're on Instagram, Facebook. If you're on Facebook, you want to look for the greetings from the warp 
events page. They have a specific page for their events. Yeah, uh, if you do it up on their normal page, you can still get through to the events page. Yeah. Or follow them on Eventbrite. They're on Eventbrite and this all gets on there. Um, so yeah, I think that's about it for us for this instalment. Um, hopefully we'll be back fairly soon and we'll finish off going through the rules and hopefully we might even know when this game is finally going to land. So uh, that's quite enough from me. And I will see you two horrible pain in my asses later. Go stuck your mum.